Hello, Master. It's been a while. We are off on an adventure! This is good. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. For what it's worth, I've got a good feeling about this. Trust me, Hera. I'm excited. This is my excited face. Get ready to be impressed! You ready to be impressed, Tam? I'm completely ready. Hey everyone, you're listening to Geeky Bubble, part of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. I'm your host, Jonah Marie, and with me is the AZ3 to my fives, my mom, Maria. Yay, I'm a droid. (laughs) (laughs) What designation would you have? I don't know. Maybe FB14. What is FB? February. Oh, okay. Since that's your birth month, and 14 for your birthday. FB14. Huh. FB14. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So our discussion question of the week is, if you could choose your own name, not one that was given to you at birth, what would it be? And the reason I ask this is because Fives and AZ3 had a discussion about names. Yes. And what it means to them personally. Ooh, I don't know, to be honest. I, I, I'm Maria, you know what I'm saying? It's I like, know, it becomes part of your identity. Yeah, it's, it's like 53 years being Maria. It's like, I don't know what else could I be. I, I know that I always liked my middle name. And there is one person and one person only that calls me a short version of my middle name. And I like it. What What is that? Well, my middle name is Valentina, which is the Spanish female for Valentine. Right. And this friend, she calls me Vale, which is the first four letters of Valentina. Yeah, right, right. And I do like... I didn't know that. Yeah, I like that short Vale. I had actually, I did know someone, the UPS guy, who would come and pick up... No, not UPS, FedEx guy who would come and pick up packages from my workplace. And this particular guy, I guess my name was too difficult for him to pronounce. He only saw the Marie part. So every time he saw me, it'd be, hey, Marie. Hi, Marie. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, that's not my name. (laughs) But I let him because it was was actually a very nice, unique thing for a change. Yeah. But yeah, names, names are important. Yes, yes, they are. And and, and a, a lot of people don't like the names they have. This is true. I honestly could not see myself any other name. Gertrude, Masi- uh, Gertrude de la Torre. No, my <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. You know what? Gertrude will probably fit me more because of my character. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah. Apologies to any Gertrudes that are listening to the show. But, but, but it's a name that it's actually i actually really like that name (laughs) it's a name that somehow is given this connotation of being very serious and very strong yeah 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 i know know what you mean you know yeah yeah my name mommy you didn't make it easy no no (laughs) jonah marie and just the other day on twitter they were talking about names and uh, have, how, how how people mispronounce your name. And you know what? You know I came up with that on the hospital? You you didn't think of any other name for me leading up to nope. my birth? I knew it was always going to be, if it was a boy, it was going to be like your father. Oh, and geez. if it was a girl, <laughs> it was going to be like me. When you came out and it was a girl, you were so pretty. I went like, 
I don't want to call her Maria. So I just went like, okay, she's the firstborn. So John, she's a girl. So Maria. So how can I put John and Maria? John Maria, Jonah, Jonah Maria. Mm. So John A for your father, which is his middle name. He's Alan. Th- Alan. Yeah. And Maria, Jonah Marie. Yeah, Jonah Marie. Because Jonah Maria would have been a bit too much. <laughs> no, John A Marie. Yeah. Jonah Marie. <laughs> um, it's a miracle I don't even have a middle name. Uh, that's it's a no. You you have it in one. Yeah, Jonah Marie. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. that's your first name, your middle name, and yeah. your other middle name. <laughs> and it's very weird, weird and rare when I encounter someone else who has that same spelling. Because I've seen Joanna Marie, where the Marie is their middle name, or Joe Marie. But there's a few people who have Jonah Marie the whole name. Yeah, because it's a composite name. It's not really a, a name that you create because of how it sounds. Right, right, right. For something that that you may want want it sounding like that. Right. It's a, an actually composite of three separate names. And I had no luck looking for those little keychains that have <laughs> no, like, no you Julie. No, no those are not available. <laughs> there is never Jonah no. Marie. <laughs> no, those are not available. So I don't know. If I had to choose my own name, I wouldn't. Because of the fact that it, it is me. I've been Jonah Marie for the past 33 years. But if I had to choose maybe like a middle name for myself, Jonah Marie Gertrude. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I I didn't think about this question. I don't think about any of them every time I write them down. You, you write them down and you don't think about <laughs> no. them. That, that, that is I just say I just say, oh, yeah, that's good. And I just move on. <laughs> but I never really think them through. Maybe something that I could get as a keychain. <laughs> like Julia or jo- Joanna, something. Joanna. Joanna. Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. Jonah Marie Juliet Macias. <laughs> but if you have a name that you've always fancied and wanted for yourself, please let us know. And so this episode, we looked back at the unknown conspiracy fugitive and orders which is otherwise known as the order 66 or fives arc for a lot of fans and at first i thought because starwars.com has the episodes when you scroll down they start with the last couple of episodes of the season and then work their way down to the beginning so when i briefly looked at the website and i I thought oh yeah we get to talk about the yoda episodes i'm so excited and then and then i found out that it was actually this arc that we were going to talk about and i thought oh no my emotions i don't think i'm ready for this (laughs) (laughs) so yes this arc was pretty intense in terms of how close they came so close yes and actually anakin knows part of the truth yes given what happens at the end but nothing really comes of it on a grander scale it it was one of those where my heart kept racing i had a pit in my stomach that something wasn't come out good in the end yeah you you even said i'm so stressed stressed. yeah (laughs) and i saw you were shaking you normally you shake one leg when you were watching this you were shaking both legs yeah i'm like oh man that's the level yeah that's the level (laughs) of stress when i get very that stress level hits the high note i start doing both legs (laughs) yeah yeah 
What were your thoughts about the whole thing as it started unfolding? Even at the very beginning when Top shows signs of a headache and, you know, he looks at the Jedi and he has like this very sinister look on his face. And I remember your reaction. You were like, oh, it's Order 66 going to happen. And like you knew exactly uh, yeah. what that meant and not knowing at all what this arc was about. Yeah, but but then it, that's because I have pre-knowledge. I know what happens in the story. So all, all through the episodes, I kept trying to put myself in the place where I didn't know anything. And you know what? It just burns me because just like exactly what is happening in our political environment right now, we are not listening mm -hmm. because Fives was saying it from the beginning. He was there. He was the one pointing to all the signs and nobody was listening. No. Everybody was listening for their own benefit, whatever benefited their idea, whatever benefit their thoughts, that's what they picked on and they ignore the rest. And that's exactly what is happening in our political environment right now. Everybody's choosing to listen to what they want to listen. They're choosing to understand and to see what they want to see and understand because it benefits their own views of things. And they're not picking up the signs. It's true. <sighs> And I'm telling you, and I think this, that that was one of the reasons I was so stressed is because I kept trying to say, okay, I'm not going to put my own thoughts in this. I'm not going to because I already know what's happening. I already know the story. So let me see. Does it make sense if I ignore the fact that I know how it's going to end? Was there any possibility? And you know what? There were so many chances. And nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And so I want to pull in a quote from Dave in an interview that he did with Entertainment Weekly at the time. He said, quote, this is the other big thing George Lucas really wanted to lay down. These are the mechanics of how and why this worked. It's all told from the side of the clones. And that's not something you saw in the movies at all. Because we've made the clones so personal, it became a compelling question. Are they a aware of all this and what would happen if they became aware of it it will change the way you look at the third film end quote so yeah i i remember watching these episodes for the first time and there had been stuff beforehand like the republic commando novels by karen travis if i remember correctly they didn't have a chip in their heads mm -hmm. so when those things happen they happen because they were following orders there were certain clones that questioned it and clones who with this one particular clone who was in a relationship with a jedi and unfortunately witnessed the death of this jedi oh god that was so sad oh. <laughs> but it it emphasizes what dave said you know we know these clones we've seen them interact with their jedi counterparts so how can we watch the third movie and think that they're doing this because it's just an order you know, good soldiers follow orders, but that's not the case. A good soldier isn't someone who follows orders blindly. They make decisions based on what they believe is right in that moment. There's a certain level of integrity as being a soldier. And this is one thing that we also um, dismiss in service people. We don't see that there's a level of integrity when you choose to serve. 
and people who go into war or, or actually do service in policing areas or whatever they want to call it, conflict areas, there has to be a, a level of integrity because you, you, you follow orders because you are a soldier exactly, and yeah. that's your, your, your role, that's your job. But you also question and you also think about the consequences of those orders and you make decisions on the fly. It requires integrity. And clones are made with that integrity. So for anybody to think like, oh, my God, how come they, they end up betraying them? You know, it has to be because it's, 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 forced. it's forced in them. Yeah. It's not because they were bred to be soldiers and soldiers follow orders. But they also like in this um, episodes, we, we know that it is commented that the Jedi instill a sense of individuality in them. Right. And that makes them creative. But that is what a soldier is supposed to be. And and this is just something that gets forced in them. Right. They right. get manipulated. Their brains get manipulated. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, just completely not related to this topic, if you hear rain droplets in the background, that's because we're setting the mood for you all. <laughs> <laughs> and because nature decided to just rain, rain on, on us. us so. yes. <laughs> and it's too, too hot, hot to, to close, close the window. Too, too yes, hot for that. It's too, too hot, hot for that. <laughs> so... So just enjoy if you can hear it in the background. Maybe pause, get some uh, a cup of uh, cold iced tea or something. And <laughs> there's no central air in apartments in New York. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm glad that they fleshed this out because the things that happen in Revenge of the Sith, if we didn't know that chips were there, it just made it look like the the clones. Everything that the clones. And the Jedi did, and, and everything they experienced together was nothing. Yeah. For them to just easily turn without questioning. Because, you, you like you said, that whole Jedi-inspiring individuality allowed them to question, allowed them to think outside the box. So them getting, getting an Order 66 execution order it helped knowing that there was something that was stopping that. Yeah, it was something outside of yeah. themselves. Within themselves, but at the same time, outside of the set and themselves. It, and it helped with keeping that image of the clones as heroes. Yeah. Because if that ship wasn't in place, you, you kind of, it kind of stains who they are. Yep. They're not They the had hero. no honor. Yeah. They didn't have any honor. And that's not what we've seen through the whole series. Exactly. Through the whole series, the main, and, and this is what I believe, the main purpose of it all is for us to see and learn and get to know who the clones are. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it worthless. Yeah. And as I mentioned earlier, Tup's chip malfunctioned. They have absolutely no idea what's going on with him. And one of the things, one of the surprising things that Rex says is, Kicks, you should know better. We were designed to withstand any stress. And I found that to be very, again, surprising because he knows he's met the character Cut Laquane, the clone who escaped the Battle of Geonosis and made a life for himself on... But it, there's a difference between choosing to leave. But he left because of fear, because of the stress. So he knows that they can't withstand stress. So it, why say that they are engineered that way when they're not? He chose not to withstand it. He chose not to live like other clones. 
That was the decision. It's like, I am not going to do like all the other clones who absorb this idea and make it so. I'm going to be different. What happened to Tops is that it's not stress. And he knows it and he realizes it. He's not making a choice. He didn't make a choice. No, I know. But he says we were designed to withstand it. And that's what withstanding means. You, you, you learn to live with it. You learn to go through it. But he knows that that's not the case because of someone like cut just because you choose the opposite doesn't mean that you didn't have the the well he chose it because he couldn't withstand it even though he was technically designed to withstand it you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying (laughs) but i see it differently i don't see it as a matter of he was weak that and he couldn't withstand the stress he just chose not to live it the way the other ones did okay i I felt like him saying that completely ignores what he's learned on his own which is finding that there are clones out there who can't handle the stress i mean that that whole nightmare situation that top brought up that fives brought up they have this constant nightmare yeah in their head whenever they go to sleep to them that's normal at some point you're going to break and i'm sure there have been clones who've like fives were going to be taken to be reprogrammed because they couldn't withstand what they were but uh, being forced you, to you do. can also see it in the sense that as a majority as a majority know, that, yeah. yeah so he's trying to take the stand that you know this can be an exception something else is happening here got it Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, like, just making that mark right there. It's just that, generally speaking, 90%, 95% of the clones are made to, you know, stand it. But I don't think this is because of that small percentage. I think something something else else. is going on here. Got it. Okay. And I thought it was pretty cool that they brought up the conversation of an anti-clone virus and biological warfare. (laughs) Warfare, yeah. Because as I mentioned, those Republic Commando books, one of the plot lines in those books was that there was a separatist scientist trying to develop a virus to attack the clone genome. I forget the exact details, but I think she was unsuccessful at one point. But Palpatine managed to get his hands on whatever she had, however far she had gotten with that project and managed to unleash it on a planet. So it killed everything on that planet and they had to get like an antigen shot or something. I forget what the details were, but it was cool that they brought that up because unfortunately the Republic Commando books, they were written by someone who, um, Karen Travis, whose views and understanding of what was happening in Star Wars at that time don't really mix with what was in George Lucas's mind. Yeah. So she never finished the series. We never got a full ending to it. And it hurts me to this day. And she hasn't written a Star Wars book since. So there was like a lot of clashing. Friction. Yeah, friction. But it was still pretty neat to hear the anti-clone virus in there. <laughs> Biological warfare and whatnot. Because that's, that's essentially what happened in the novel. And then Palpatine's reaction to finding out that there was a malfunctioning chip. I think that was one of the few times that we see him actually be worried about his plans failing. He, he stretched himself too much at this point. You know what? He, he's too far out 
everywhere. Yeah, it, it feels it, like he has too many hands, hands everywhere. everywhere. And, and now he has this one event and that it's just could like just destroyed everything. Yeah, it's like this know? is exactly not what I need, need right, right now. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it could have put a serious strain on everything that he has built himself. So I I thought that was really interesting how it was it was really the one of the few times that we see him be worried and concerned yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that because this guy comes across as everything he does is calculating everything has a reason every move i make has a consequence and i know the consequence and it has a reason right and to like this can really mess up mess my up, yeah yeah it, it was like whoa yeah. so you you don't have control this, of is, it. <laughs> this is a wrench in my plans <laughs> i did not expect like he didn't anticipate it at all no 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 he didn't it, it was a surprise to him just like it was a surprise to me that he went out after more yeah. It was a surprise to him that this uh, <laughs> malfunction took place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was so fascinating. And this is another thing about Papatine. Even though he's like the master planner slash puppeteer, there's a lot of people he has on the board that need to carry out what he wants. And sometimes those people aren't capable, capable of, of doing that. Sometimes it's just like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he did the whole mall thing. thing. <laughs> he wasn't going to trust Grievous to do it. He wasn't going to trust Dooku to do it. He had to do it himself. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the, the mind of a, of a control freak. Yes. I know, because I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's one of the things that I find myself saying a lot of work. You know what? I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. <laughs> And so, according to the trivia gallery for one of these episodes, it said that the inhibitor chip, as Nala Say describes it, is consistent with Lama Su saying to Obi-Wan during the first tour of the cloning facility in Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. He said, quote, we modified their genetic structure to make them less independent than the original hosts. Again, that was Lama Su saying that. So, yeah, I like how, you know, that's a very vague statement to toss in the movie. But in the show, they can take that and go very specific with saying it was an inhibitor chip and it was implanted at this, you know, third embryonic stage yeah. of their growth. growth. You know, it was there. It's just that we didn't know it at the time. <laughs> and can we give some applause to this Little droid, oh, medical AZ. droid. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, I'm actually. Um, he is MVP. A, a, and yes. 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 Okay. Uh, AZ, AZ, three, four, five, two, one, one, eight, nine, six, two, four, six, four, nine, eight, seven, two, one, three, four, seven. <laughs> to hear that in order to get it no i just read it off the screen because no 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 for to type it oh no you actually picked it up from somewhere i I copied and pasted it i was not i was not going to type that out one by one no no but i will i need to memorize that really it's it's something that that, it's like like the it's like pi you know how some people memorize those numbers yeah i gotta do this for the the, the droid that that droid was the mvp I love him. They didn't say this, and we don't know what happens to him, but we know he's going to get wiped. Yeah, sadly. It just hurts. That was one of my questions. It just hurts so much. Yeah, I said, what's going to happen to AZ? uh, 
He was amazing. Yeah. But you know what about these droids and what we've seen from them? They're very resilient. I mean, they're going to get their mind wipes at some point or another, but they start gathering data again and they come back to eventually to that point where someone can introduce to them a different concept. And, and the funny thing is that, you know, he did everything that he did without the emotion side of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It Which, was because it was very logical. Yeah. He knew that this had to happen because this was part of his programming. And you know what I really liked about Fives and AZ interacting with each other and doing things that they were told not to do? There were essentially orders that they decided not to follow through with because they understood that there, there was, was a, greater, a greater good, good. to it. Yeah. And that's what a good soldier is. You good soldier follows orders up until the point where someone is in danger. You know, you have to go outside of that. And you have even, to think outside the box. Even if it's at your own risk, which is what, you know, we see happen with fives and AZ. So I like that, you know, you have the whole good soldiers follow orders thing in your mind, but you also see these two characters go against that. To do the right to thing. To do the right thing. And the thing is, it's, it's not to do the right thing because they think that is the right thing. AZ, AZ and fives did it not because they thought it was the better thing for them. They did it because they knew outside themselves the it plan. was yeah. the better thing yeah. to do. The larger picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nala say, I just want to go back to her for a brief second. You know, her views on fives, she looks at him and looks at the other clones as property. And, you know, and even even Master Shock T says, correction, they're Republic property. And I know she did. Th- I know she said that because she wanted to get to put her, her on her place. Her word in, <laughs> yeah. And Nala say what she was saying. But at the same time, it, it doesn't come off any better. better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he reacts to that very emotionally and, and forcefully. He says, I'm not a piece of hardware. I'm a living being. And I, I just like, I don't understand how some people... Because it's it's a very common thing for people to think that other people are, are just property, are just inferior. And and, and, just, and that's the word. You, inferior. You, 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 you got to the point. You hit the nail in the head. Yeah. It's an idea of superiority. Yeah, that's what it where is. Where you yeah. believe you're superior, you're better, and therefore that other person is inferior to you, has less capabilities, is less worth it mm. than you are. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Yeah. yeah and that just, permeates through our society and our whole history as right. human beings on this earth. Yeah, yeah. To have that mentality and feel so detached from what is happening to this other person is just... It hurts me because I'm the I'm the complete opposite. I'm someone who like cares for someone. I I know them less than five seconds, and I see something happening to them, and I already start like tearing up. Like I understand, and I'm going to help you. <laughs> I am Ezra. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> no, I consider that a strength. I know some people consider it a weakness. Yeah, um, and, and, and yeah, you, you hit it where it is. It's the sense of superiority. Right, right. And so going back to Fives and AZ, they talk about names and Fives. He says, you're just a droid. 
And I thought it was interesting how Fives says that, you know, you're just a droid when people treat him. Yeah, you're just a clone. Exactly. Just as poorly. And it's just like, but why, Fives? <laughs> you know how that feels like. And, and that shows you how it, the whole concept just permeates. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's a domino that nobody seems to be capable of stopping, mm. you know? No, I know what you mean. And, and it's there, it's embedded. And <laughs> and, and then the droid would be like, you're just a human, you know? Uh-huh. Like, it's, yeah, a, it's, just, it's just a cycle. cycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, AZ, I love that he says, I always wanted to have human feelings, but I do not. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ben Diskin, who voiced AZ, he also voiced Wack, WAC 47 in the droid arc. I just, I love that voice actor and what he brings to the droid characters he's done. But yeah, AZ. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) But it just, I think there was a little bit of music playing during those words. But I do not. Goodbye. Um, and so they start to have the conversation about names. You know, his name yes. is Fives because AZ keeps calling them out on their designation. And it was very, it reminded me of Krell when he would call them by their designations. Yes. And it adds to the inferiority. Yeah, it, it allows you to continue that thought when you can name something and you can um, give it a designation in that manner, take away all feelings and everything of it is is easier to control and manipulate and to um give okay to what you're doing right you know right it's also interesting how in fairy tale stories like knowing a character's name can take away mm-hmm. their their strength their strength their, their, their power yeah like knowing that name can actually take away some yeah. of their you know free will whereas in others it gives them more power and identity it's like with the the slaves in in the history of the world they had their own name which gave them power so that name was erased taken away and a new one was given by their masters to impose that power over them so now i control you yes yeah. because i named you right what i wanted you to be named. named not your given name because that allowed them to be powerful right and it's also like when immigrants came over to yeah. ellis island then, you know they would be given a different name from the one that they had it changes it changes, it changes who the, you are the, 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 your, your whole personality yeah. your whole identity yeah even today, I mean, look at how you hold on to De La Torre as yes. it is. Oh, yes. Because it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's written a specific way and it needs to be a space between De, La, and Torre. And, and it's lowercase. D, lowercase L, and a capital T. T. And having two second names for, you know, forget it. I, when I lost my social security card, because I had... Jona Marie Macias de la Torre on my social security card. Unfortunately, I lost it. So when I had to go get a new one, they did not put de la Torre in my social security card. They only put Jona Marie Macias. They tried to take away what's supposed to be yours. yours. To control you. Yeah. Or to like assimilate. Assimilate you into one order. This is the level you are. This is who you are. This is what identifies you. That's it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. 
And, and that's why that when I tweet, I mentioned earlier about how people have mispronounced your names. Some people take it very personally. They don't like it when people mispronounce their names because that's that's who they are. That's who they identify as. And me personally, and I don't expect others to feel this way because we all individually feel differently about our names. But I say Jonah. Other times I say Jana. <laughs> and so I don't expect anyone to know off the bat, right off the bat, how to say my name. Because sometimes I say completely different from <laughs> one moment to the next. But anyway, so after Top's chip is removed, he talks about the mission in their dreams. And the one that never ends, apparently. So it's like, not only do they have to endure the harsh reality of war on a daily basis but when they go to sleep apparently they're just as active in their minds Minds as they are when they're awake awake. imagine living that kind of a life i mean you you're you're someone who experiences headaches from time to time and you sometimes say that your mind you wish you could just turn it off because it's just always on yeah just thinking about how these clones again the fact that they're awake during the day and have to do one thing and then go to sleep and it's it's not over for them. No. And I wonder whether that's because of what they've seen, what they've experienced, or whether that's because it's genetic, because all of them have it, apparently. Well, it, it's most likely a, a response to their genetic makeup, the suppression and the way that they're being, um, you know, certain things have been suppressed and being controlled in order to make them who they are. Right. So all of that, say, DNA is DNA, and you can manipulate it all you want, but it's always going to find a way out the things that you're suppressing are always going to find a a different way out right in another shape in another form i mean this is an odd comparison to make but when the earth has to release heat it could do it either through a volcano it could do it through a hurricane it could do it through a tornado a um a shake an earthquake earthquake. yeah so there's several ways that the earth ends up expelling its heat so why not DNA yeah, and, and the way that your body functions? It's like um, Dr. What's his name in, in, in Jurassic Park? Nature. Doctor, so- oh, Dr. Ian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ian Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> Nature is always going to find a way. way. Yeah. You, you can manipulate it all you want, but something always going to find the way of going out the way that it was supposed to. Mm. Interesting. I'm so glad you brought up Jurassic Park because they're experimenting with cloning. Yeah. Yeah. And so Fives, at one point, he's being taken to... I forget exactly where he was being taken. I think um, it had something that did not have anything to do with the reprogramming, at least to his knowledge. And then that's when he bumps into AZ and AZ says, you know, I overheard that they're going to reprogram you. And of course he's like... But it's okay because we'll still be together. Yeah. <laughs> like easy. He doesn't have emotions. He said it. You know, <laughs> I wish I could have them, but I don't. So goodbye. <laughs> and I don't. I don't remember if this was mentioned anywhere else in the Clone Wars or whether it was implied anywhere else. But I remember. I think the first time I saw that, I remember feeling shocked at the idea of a clone being reprogrammed or having his mind wiped. And now that we've seen. Star Star Wars Resistance, you know, there was that one episode with the trooper who was going to get his mind scraped. But their property. Yeah, that's true. 
ultimately the, this is what guys the whole principle is their property and i guess it's sort of like if a hardware failure yeah software no when you have your computer yeah and something and starts bothering you because it doesn't it's not working anymore the way that it's supposed to what do you do I you reform it, wipe. Oh my you, you wipe it, you reformat it, you you make it whole new again. Oh no, my computer! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wiped all its memories. Yeah, oh no! <laughs> if, if if you devoid something out of any rights or feelings or, or value whatsoever to the point where it's just its value is just what you want is property to you. You can do whatever you want with it. I guess I just thought the Republic was better, but not really. No. 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 <laughs> Sometimes it's just a matter of the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and you having to uh, deal with the devil in that way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It makes me wonder what they did with Slick. I think Slick, remember the traitorous clone? Slick, who had betrayed his brothers? Yes. I, it makes me wonder whether he went through that process. But the thing is, you can't put them back out in service. That's why he said that you were going to be put on janitorial, janitorial duty. Or, yeah. Because if you put them back out in service and they don't recall anything, that's when the clones start so to be like, like what what's happened? going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's evil. That's cruel. Yeah. So Nalasea at one point says what you had mentioned earlier. The Jedi have inspired creative thinking in some of the clones. That is the cause of this type of divergent behavior. It made me curious whether there were clones who were able to withstand or override the order that came to them. Maybe there have been some accounts or some canonical conversation about it but i'm not really all that sure but i did ask dave filoni once at new york comic-con years ago when uh, rebels was on air and the clones were coming back and he implied that that could happen the fact that a clone could essentially override the order but then he said that there was a sub order where if you start to defend the Jedi or say that this is wrong, your brothers or whoever is with you has the order to kill you on the spot as well. So not only are you killing Jedi, being forced to kill Jedi, but if you were able to override this order, your brothers were were, um, forced to to kill you as well. Yeah. Crazy, right? I was like, Dave, no. <laughs> I think, think about it. Where is it coming from? Yeah, and it's interesting because we had we had looked up Wikipedia because, yeah. you know, they had mentioned Sifo-Dyas and what this chip was originally used for. And I honestly, because it's been so long and I don't really remember all the details, but I thought it was because Tyrannus, uh, Dooku, and Palpatine were using sifo Diaz's name as a way to get the Kaminoans to do what they wanted. So that's why the Kaminoans were kind of, you can ex- not excuse them completely, but they weren't really in the know. But it was actually sifo Diaz's idea to use an inhibitor chip. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it was you, you, you have a dream it for, for, but it was specifically for rogue jedi you, you have a dream 
where you see something bad happen. Oh yeah, you didn't know about this detail because I had told her how the clone army came to be, and it, you know it happened ten years before the war broke out. It was Sifo Diaz who had the gift of foresight, and he felt the need to do something to prepare for this, and that's how he commissioned the the clone army. Of course, with the funding of Palpatine and Dooku after they had gotten him out of the picture, and you're like, so you saw all this, <laughs> yeah, and you didn't see. The the fact that you were gonna be betrayed yeah yeah <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy you see something you you dream or, or you foresee something that's gonna happen and in the effort to stop it you end up making it through true but the thing is i think the droid army would have been created regardless it no, no, a- yeah yeah that's different i'm talking about the clones he basically gave them the tool yeah 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 <laughs> it, it's curious though i mean if he hadn't created that army the jedi would have nothing i don't know how that would have turned out it, to be it, honest the story is the story and it, it is what it, it is. is yeah yeah but if you want to start taking it apart and, and wanting to change it then People would have to stand up. Oh, yeah. People would have to stand beside the Jedi. And probably the Jedi would not ended up losing their way in the process. Huh, you know? Because then they will be working with people, not property. Oh, that's awful. That's you an know? awful way. <laughs> that makes the Jedi look even worse to yeah, me. Yeah, well, you can say that they were nicer to the clones, but they were still the masters. Yeah. And a master is a master. It doesn't matter how Nazi treats you. It's still a master. It's still your owner. Right. That was the start of their failure, which was is one of the things that, that Yoda um, uh, points Says, out to. Yeah. That, you know, this is not the way of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But then they basically didn't see any other choice. They basically sent their name away yeah, the moment they accepted exactly. it. Yeah. So without those clones, then they would have to ally themselves with the people that were being suppressed. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing would have been different. Interesting. Hmm. And at one point, Fives, he and AZ are walking through this class of younger clones, and he tells AZ to act normal. <laughs> <laughs> and AZ... <laughs> As the moment they pass the two instructors who or whoever they were, he goes, la 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 la. <laughs> was that normal? <laughs> for easy, for you? Yes, it was. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that was so funny. Skipping forward a little bit to when Fives is on Coruscant. He goes to the Club 79s. And you were like, oh, my gosh, clones getting drunk. That's crazy. (laughs) Like, that's something you didn't think about no because because all you all you see and you this an individual who has been programmed to be a soldier you don't want any variated soldiers <laughs> you know right right so that, that was very interesting to yeah. me to think that they have down so-called downtime and what they end up doing is going and getting drunk yeah yeah but i never thought that they would you know show it and do it right that way. right right <laughs> um yeah these later episodes these later seasons definitely went more uh adultish yeah and the clone dancing yeah the dancing clones yeah that that was so funny And then Fives gets to the point where he is talking with Anakin and Rex, and he looks 
like he's losing his mind. But that's because of whatever Nalase gave, gave him, him, right? Yeah. She gave him something to lose his uh, control. Yeah, yeah. Because she, that's what she wanted. She, that, that to was make the him whole look plan. crazy. See? Yeah, because I originally thought it was, when I first saw this arc, I originally thought it was the effect of taking out your chip. No, he was perfectly well, which demonstrated that they could live without the exactly. chip. Exactly. But she gave him something. She uh, drugged him to make that effect right. of losing control. And, I, and combine that with just the overwhelming yeah. feeling of this conspiracy. This, yeah. There's this larger conspiracy. And ah, Palpatine is so cruel. Like, they didn't even need to show it. I can I just honestly imagine how that went down in there between him and Fives. I can see Palpatine telling Fives, the whispering, whole thing. whispering in his ear because he knows that no one is going to argue you. Yeah. against him and he tells fives everything or like I'm in on it or something to that effect I own you this is what I made you for you all gonna kill each other this is my plan yeah. I am the Sith you yeah. know like the whole shebang yeah. it, think about it how, how do kids who hear they're adopted after when they're grown up after mm-hmm. a whole lifetime of we were talking about we were this talking with about my that, my sister yeah, yeah. um you know about adoption and things can you imagine a soldier that has been bred to fight a war who thinks he knows his allies and his friends and it's all just a lie yeah all to serve his purpose yeah <laughs> you know it's like wow yeah you pulled the- on top of the fact that he had been drugged yeah uh, pull the rug right out from yeah. under him and so the only people he trusts are anakin and rex the only and he knows that the only way they can he can get them to listen is if he traps them in a ray shield that unfortunately eventually leads to his death because the other troopers arrive and he's just so erratic yeah i just uh, my heart broke it really was heartbreaking i just oh especially my. because of you know how where he is at the very beginning of this arc they're complimenting him because he's an art trooper that's what an art trooper does he thinks outside the box that's how he got this far and then to see him get to this point and because of thinking outside yeah, the, the box. box yeah because that's that's how it's just <laughs> yeah like it makes you want to cry my my heart my my chest was hurting yeah there was this pressure yesterday in my chest i couldn't go to sleep until like (laughs) two in the morning that's when i finally fell asleep yeah Uh, because they had it they had the the truth a part of the truth which is a chip being implanted in their heads and the only one who took anything away from it was rex and it so goes in parallel with uh, like i said in the beginning we just missing. We're missing the points in between. We're not listening. We're not looking. We're not thinking. And then his last words, you know, I only, I only wanted to do my duty. That's it. Yeah, that's all he wanted. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight either. <laughs> And so they eventually just blame it on the parasite, you know, corroded away the, the chip that was there. To, a very simple lie. Yeah. And everybody we okay. believes it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. No, again, no fact checking, no, no second opinions, nothing. It's like not well, digging, not thinking no, outside no. the box because God forbid the same thing happens to me now. Yeah. You know? So, um, and yeah, Rex is <sighs> the only one who knows 
Rex and Anakin, but Anakin doesn't do anything about it. Rex is the only one who knows, and he does. He does get his chip removed because in Rebels, he talks about how he removed it before Order 66. And that's how in Siege of Mandalore, and oh man, I can't wait to see. I hope they show us that because Rex is stationed with Ahsoka on Mandalore when Order 66 happens. So imagine if Rex hadn't taken out his chip, Ahsoka would have been gunned down. But it was because Rex had taken it out as a result of Five's his confession, he and Ahsoka were able to escape it. <sighs> I wonder if this was part of the question that I had for Dave. But just what happens after everything's come to an end? Do they actually believe the lie that the Jedi were... I guess Wolf is sort of along that line where when he sees Kanan, he reacts. He's like, there's a, there's a Jedi, and they come to a t- they've come for revenge. Yeah, I was wondering whether some of them fell for the lie or, were th- or whether some of them felt regret for what they did without really knowing that they were doing, doing it. it. Were they conscious of it? Like, or was it like... It just took over. I, I, I like these are the little details that I want to know about to make my heart hurt even more. more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the end of that arc, and Ugh. and and that I think that was maybe like the second second time I think that I had to watch those episodes. So it, it felt like really brand new to me when watching it. <laughs> because I, I tend to forget. So, so now imagine me. Yeah, you man. Yeah. <laughs> But that's it for today's episode. Next week, we'll be back to talk about the Clovis episodes, which weren't all that uh, like a fan favorite arc. It was, I don't know if you remember the character Clovis. We might have to go over. Yeah. Who, who the- yeah. <laughs> really? Do you have to ask? You, yeah. Do you have to ask I, that we'll, question? We'll go, we'll go over that again <laughs> when we get yeah. there. Do you I really have to, have to ask that question? <laughs> In the meantime, visit thewookiegunner.com for news, reviews, and opinion pieces pertaining to the Star Wars animated shows and follow TWG on Twitter by searching for the handle at TWG site. Listeners can find me on Twitter with the handle at Hoobian214. And listeners can also find Geeky Bubble on Twitter by searching for at GeekyBubblePod and me with the handle at BlueJagueEyes. Last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, please follow our podcast network on Twitter by searching for at WeAreEscapePods and tune into Unmistakably Star Wars and the Sky Talkers podcast for more Star Wars news and discussion. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always.